guys, and welcome back. It is your host with the most. Just kidding. Welcome back to um, I Hope This Helps podcast with me, Jen Sinclair. And today is Monday. Well, by the time you're hearing this, it'll probably be Tuesday or whatever, but it's Monday and it's not even noon yet. I have some errands to run today, um, but I want to get this done while I'm still in a good mood and nothing has really happened today. And uh, yeah, but before we go any further, I just wanted to say rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Um, He was a hero in more than one way. There's a lot of people that looked up to him and a lot of people who considered him a friend. And it's just a lot of these people who I who have passed, I guess you could say recently or just this year alone, are people who even I would say maybe last year and this year are very influential people, people who made such a difference in the world and especially in the black community and from 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 children to to the elderly like these, these people have just been an inspiration all across all ages and i'm just you know even though they are gone i'm just happy to say that i was alive the same time that they were because i was actually alive to say that i know their impact i saw the impact i saw the the influence that they had on the on the uh, on the on the community and i'm just ever grateful just to see these people when they were alive and when they were able to contribute. So again, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. You were gone, but never forgotten. Um, so yeah, 2020 man, 2020, this, this, this year will go down in history. I am sure I am sure, but, um, moving into the podcast, sorry, we had to kind of start off that way. But yeah, this podcast episode is on toxic positivity. And you're probably like, how can positivity be toxic? Right? And you're like, oh, here it goes. I mean, I'm the type of person that I'm just like, I'm so over a lot of these words, like the word toxic. I feel like people like learn these words, especially black people. We learn these words and we use it in every situation. We say, you know, like not everything is like, oh, no, I don't want no toxic stuff in my life. Peace. And I want, I want peace and self-care. La, la, la. Right? Everyone's on that wave now, right? But, um, which is, you know what? And you know what? I'd rather people be on that wave because I feel like, you know, a lot of us are waking up in more ways than one. And I feel like sometimes that can transcend, not just only waking up in terms of political awareness, but just, you know, not tolerating things in general, right? And that's okay to not tolerate BS or, you know, not tolerate things that either, you know, make you tired, make you stressed, make you, you know, whatever, right? But... Sometimes I feel like sometimes I feel like we use those things even when we're in the wrong. And sometimes we we use these um, affirmations and these phrases when we, in fact, are the ones who inflicted the drama. We are the ones who inflicted the pain. We are the ones who caused the issue. Yet we're 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 throwing out these these phrases like we're nothing but bad vibes. But yet we're, we're putting out there good vibes only. Right. Okay, so that's, that's a form of uh, toxic positivity. But we're going to get into it. Um, but yes, if you enjoyed last week's podcast, New Rules Part 2 will be coming out next week, so stay tuned for that. I'm also working on an interview um, for our upcoming, like, not series, but upcoming, I guess you could say a couple episodes or so. So um, stay tuned for that as well. And uh, the next few topics, I want to just do a, a quick run-through. 
of the next few topics I have coming up, just in case you were interested. So we have hypergamy. If you don't know what that is, Google it really quickly because that's what we talk about that. That and, the, and what it looks like in the black community and the positive and negative effects and the things that just come along with that. Black women in fitness. We're going to touch on LLC Twitter. Okay. Um, <laughs> the jobs I had. So we're going to get into. I want, to, I want that the jobs I had segment to be not a two part, but it's going to be things. It's going to be like one, one of them is going to be like things that I regret or things that I wish I did in my life before, like at this point in my life. And then the jobs I've had, because I've had some jobs, okay? I want to interview some people in my family. I think I'm going to interview my father, my mom, um, which is, that's going to be a quick mini-series called Goals After 50. Um, generational wealth, what that looks like in the black community. Um, femininity, what that looks like in the black community, especially with black women. What does motherhood, wifehood look like for me and for a lot of women, you know, in this era, I guess you can say. And growing up in the black slash Caribbean church. So these are some topics that I will be touching on within the next one to two months. So if you if you heard anything that's, you know, piqued your, your interest, then stay tuned for that. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. We're five minutes in toxic positivity. So I was doing some research because I wanted to make sure that um, it's funny because right when I decided that I wanted this topic, I saw so many things pop up on it. It was almost like it was fate. This one girl, she, put, she tweeted about it. She was like, has anybody ever dealt with something like this? And I retweeted it because I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, this is like so, like, I'm just, whenever I see things, I continue to manifest on it, even though, oh, my God, there, go, there goes another buzzword that I, I've started to hate because people have mis- misused it so much. But um, I continue to, like, just wherever the universe is leading me, I try to follow it, even though I believe, even though I do believe in God, but at the same time, I feel like he's the, uni- the creator of the universe. So I'm saying if I follow the universe, I feel like I'm following him. Um, so take that the way you want. Uh, so I retweeted that and then I saw like a lot of posts on, uh, on Instagram recently about toxic positivity. So it seems like a lot of people are waking up to what that is too and what that looks like and sounds like and feels like, which is really great. Um, so I was doing some research and I came across this article, um, from the psychology group that had a topic on, on this. And I'm just going to read through basically like the, like the basic stuff that they have here on things that you might see, feel, or witness, and you know what it is, right? So here is some examples. Um, so example number one is hiding and masking your true feelings. Okay, so that's the first one, and that one I feel like is a given. Is a given, okay? Number two is trying to just get on with it by stuffing, dismissing, and emotion. So that's somebody trying to do that to you. You just trying to uh, suppress the way you feel, right? Um, which is not okay. Number three is feeling guilty for what you, feeling guilty for feeling what you feel. So this can be, I don't want people thinking, okay, just because you feel guilty for the something that you feel that you're toxic. I'm not this, you know, and I have some asterisks next to this one. Sometimes, you could be in a negative situation or in a, in a, or in a toxic environment where your feelings aren't being heard. So then in which case you are now suppressing your feelings and you are now f- having guilt for what you're feeling, which in itself is toxic. However, you are not toxic because of that. I hope that makes sense. Um, and in which case, if you do feel guilty for a feeling, um, 
you might have to ask yourself why and do some reflection based off of like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Who's making me feel this way? What around me is making me feel this way? This, that, and the third. Um, minimizing other people's experiences with feel-good quotes or statements. So that's saying like, and I'll get into that because, you know, there's, there's a few that I'm going to talk about. Um, trying to give someone perspective, saying that it could be worse. That is the same. We say that all the time, right? And a lot of times we don't mean it. We say, oh, it could be worse. We just, want, we just want the person to know that, you know, like this is not that big of a deal. But by you saying it's not that big of a deal or saying that, you know, somebody's either going through worse or this could be a bigger issue. Why are you so upset? In, in which case you're dismissing how they're feeling about what they're actually going through in that moment. So even though a lot of these things that we say, we want, this, we want the person to feel better, it's still very insensitive in the sense because it's like, okay, you know, yeah, my situation could be worse, but what I am feeling right now is the worst that I've ever felt. So why are you telling me that it could be worse? I'm not dealing with the worst. I'm dealing with what I'm, what I'm dealing with right now. Shaming or chastising others for expressing frustration or anything other than positivity. So that's invalidation. We already know that's toxic. And brushing off things that are bothering you, saying it is what it is. Now, saying it is what it is, like for me, like especially with, like, with the situation I was going through uh, last week or like my breakup or whatever you want to call it, um, my friend, he was talking to me and he was like, you know, this and the third, like you can only, you did what you, you did what you, you did what you, all you could have done. You give 110% and it wasn't reciprocated. And I was like, you know what? It is what it is. Like, and that wasn't me saying to myself that I'm going to suppress my emotions. I'm still dealing with myself even today. But I was saying, I was using that to say like, it, it, it really is what it is. But that's me. That's me to myself. But if somebody tells you, if somebody's like, if someone is the person, is the aggressor or the person who is the one, is the suppressor or the one who is the one like afflicting pain or the person who is the issue and they're saying, oh, it is what it is. Like I did that. And, you know, you know, like life happens like, no, like you cannot just continue to mistreat people and then just want to sign it off. But it is what it is. It is what it is. That's not how it works. Like you cannot just be insensitive just because you are not in that person's shoes or or you don't feel anything because, you know, like, let me see if I give an example. Like, let's say, like, somebody did you dirty, right? And, that, and then let's say, like, let's say, like, you did somebody dirty, right? And then you talk, like, the person is now condemned, not condemning you, but telling you about yourself, kind of. And you just kind of sign off with, all right, well, it is what it is. Like, I already did it and I'm moving on. Like, no, that's not okay. Okay, so there we go. So, um, just to kind of give you guys, like, I'm not going to read all the examples, but just to kind of give you guys the opposite or to give you an example of what is better to say, because I'm not saying to totally get rid of these sayings, because sometimes, you know, it really do be, it really, it really is what it is, like, because you can't change the situation, right? But we can change ourselves. So, here are some here are some, what I'm going to do is give you like some toxic positivity phrases and then I'm going to try to combat that with what you should actually say or give you an idea of what you can say. So here's one. It says, don't think about it. Stay positive. The opposite of that is describe what you're feeling. I'm listening. So you're giving the person a chance to dig into themselves, figure out what they're feeling. And then in turn, you're being there for them by listening. Um, here's another one. Don't worry, be happy, right? I see that church really stressed. Is there anything that I can do? So again, you're being there for that person. You let them, even if they don't, even if they say there's nothing that you can do, 
you just you just being open and being ready to help them out is enough sometimes. Here's another one. Positive vibes only. The opposite of that, which is better, is I'm here for you both good and bad. Okay? And you don't have to say these word for word. These are just examples of how much better you can make things sound. Um, here's another thing. Uh, let me see. It could be worse, right? The opposite of that is that sucks. I'm so sorry you're going through this. Um, so that's empathy. You're empathized with that person. And the last one I'm going to read is everything happens for a reason, right? The opposite of that is sometimes we can draw the short straw in life. How can I support you during this hard time? Now, I will never tell anybody they pulled a short straw, okay? <laughs> a lot of these are very, you know, standard, they're very like, they're, not, they're kind of cheesy, I guess, but you can, you can hear how much different, you can hear how dismissive one is and how the other one is very, you know, comforting and shows a lot of empathy, right? Um, I would probably say, even if I do say everything happens for a reason, I would either, if the person's spiritual, I'll help, you know, I would give them some type of uh, scripture and try to encourage them with that. I will also let them know, like, hey, like, if, you know, I don't want to, like, if you don't want to, like, suffocate somebody, you can say, hey, like, in any time you are feeling yourself, you know, being overwhelmed with emotion or whatever, like, pick up the phone, call me. If you want to send me voice memos, if you want to, you know, if you want to curse the person out, but you don't really want to curse them out, but you have some words that you want to say, something you want to get off your chest, you know, do that. I remember I was in high school and I, and I was dating this guy and he was just acting really weird after our, our breakup, like just being really uh, immature and just doing a lot of things. Like he would call me and breathe on the phone and make it sound like he was with somebody else. Just doing a whole bunch of like, just weird. Okay. And my girlfriend, my girlfriend, um, my girlfriend, she was like, if you are frustrated, call me. If you want to talk to him, call me. Like, because a lot of times we don't really want to talk to that person. We just want to be heard. We just want to be, we just want to be, we just want somebody to feel us, you know? Um, and just, we just want somebody to be there, right? So I think it's really great when you have some friends who you can call, some friends that you could, you know, talk to just to kind of like fill that void somewhat. It's not so much that you're trying to you know, get over it or anything like that. It's just that you, you, you want to fill that void with some, with some positivity, right? And you want people to, you want to just be heard sometimes. And you just want to feel loved. And it's okay. We all want to feel loved. We all want to be heard. We all want to just, we all feel empty after something happens, right? Because a lot of times if you're in a relationship, you lose a friend and you lose a relationship, right? So it's like you have like, you have like a, like a, now it's like a bigger void. It's like a bigger space you have to fill because like you lost a friend and you lost a lover, so if you can find somebody or if this, you know, if you could be that person for somebody to say, hey, like, I know how you feel. Um, even if you, if you, now, if you don't know what they're going through, be like, okay, well, I've never experienced what, you, what you're feeling right now. However, I know what it's like to, you know, be upset. I know what it's like to have, you know, a whole bunch of emotions. If you ever need someone to talk to, or if you need, you know, if you want to just send me a voice note or you just want some, a space where you can just send things or anything, whatever it looks like, you know, just send it my way, you know? So the whole purpose of this is not to be dismissive of others, um, which I've experienced a lot in my life. And now it's time for my personal experience with, uh, with seeing what toxic positivity looks like. Um, and especially in the black community, it's, it's more than just this. Um, a lot of times somebody will do you wrong and they'll say like, or they, they, they'll be like dismissive of trying to fix the situation and they'll probably go and say, 
oh, well, this and the third, ah, ah, God got me. It was like, <laughs> God got you? Oh, he got you. Okay, well, then he need to keep you. He needs to keep you and he needs to love on you because what you're displaying to me doesn't show anything about God. Like, God, yo, I swear black people, we always insert God into things and God's probably like, I'm, this is not of me. I have nothing to do with this. Like, if, you, if I got you so much, you would know how to handle the situation better. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> so long story less long. What happened was, um, I, was, I had a friend and she... She felt some ways, she felt a way about stuff that I was, that I was, that I have done, right? So one situation that I, that I did, I was under the assumption, not under the assumption, I was told that it was squashed. Like we talked about it, it was, it was, it was clear that it was understood and we moved on. Then something else had happened that I suppose that I did or whatever. And don't get me wrong, listen, this is the thing, I'm ready to apologize. Like if you feel like I did you dirty or I did somebody, like I did your friend dirty, let me know and I will gladly, I'll reach out to, reach out to that person like, I'm great with words, even though sometimes, like, I act like I don't know words. When I get to ch- the chance to sit down and I, and I think out my apologies or I think out whatever I want to say to somebody, it is well written and it's very clear. So, basically, it was two situations that clump, like, that she stacked on top of each other, right? And then when the second situation happened, she used that to kind of dump all these issues she had with me into one text. Now, here's the first issue. The first issue was... We were supposed to go out to brunch, and she instead of instead of her still linking up with me to talk to me face to face, she rather send a text message, and I messed up because I should have read what she said and said, "Okay, great, I understand how you feel all of these things. I'll wait until you're ready to speak about this in person, because if if you feel like you know the relationship was worth saving, or you're or you know, because the, the the thing that pissed me off was like, okay, you have all these rules about how you want to be clear and be transparent, this and the third, but then it's like now when it's time to be. Oh, I'm not confrontational. It's not about, it's, this is not a confrontation. I'm not about, I'm not going to whip your ass. Like, I want to see you face to face. I want you to hear my tone and I want us to talk and get through this. I've known you since you were like five years old. Like, why are we doing this? Right? So my rebuttal at the time may have been insensitive, but, and I take full responsibility for that, but it was just like, my feelings towards her at the time was like, okay, well you had, you had a month to say that you weren't over the first situation. And then you had two to three weeks to say that you weren't over this last situation. We are now a month, we are now three weeks to a month past both situations. What would you like me to do now? And she did admit that she knows that she, it was her fault for taking too long to say anything, but it's just like, I already made that clear that that's what people do to me. They wanna wait for like a month, two months to pass by, and then they wanna tell me how they feel. And it's like, at this point, not that, I, not that your window of opportunity has passed, but it's like, you made it clear that you didn't really want anything to do with me. You made it clear that you was gonna figure out that situation by yourself, and I moved on. Like, so, so sometimes when those things come back to me, I don't really know what to say. It's like, I've already kind of processed this without you because you decided that you wanted to just harness your feelings and just keep it to yourself. So I've already dealt with this. I've given myself closure in the situation and I moved on. And now when we talk, I might kind of come up insensitive because it's like, I'm not in that place anymore. And you were sitting, in, sitting there with all this hurt for all this time. What would you like me to do? I can give out all the stories you want if that's what you want to hear. But it's just like, you know, you had the responsibility to come clean with your emotions. You know, I gave you I gave you no inclination that I was going to be, you know, dismissive. Like I, I try my best to practice what I preach. Like I want to be that person who you can hold accountable and who takes responsibility. You know what I mean? So um, that was that on that. So when I called her because she was saying some stuff and I was like, OK, now I got to call you because now I need you to hear my voice. I need to hear your voice. Like, you know what I mean? Um, 
So, right? And then she she screamed my call and then said she was with her brother. And I'm like, you're not even if you are even if you are not with your brother, since when were you ever with your brother? Your brother like you're never with first of all, you're never with your brother, just your brother. And granted if you were, like, I wasn't gonna pick up the phone and start cursing you out. I was gonna be like, hey, like, can we like talk about this face to face? Because what you're saying is like totally like like you ever like, had somebody like in the text got you so messed up in the text, you're just like and you're just in shock at the fact that they think about they think this of you. It's just like, well, damn, you really don't know me then. Like, you really don't know what I'm about. You really, like, you're kind of, not projecting, but you're kind of like, you know, you just got this all freaking figured out, huh? Like, you just know exactly how this is going to play out, right? And it's cool because a lot of us are jaded. A lot of us have been, you know, through a lot of things. But it's no excuse to, you know, treat other people as if that they're that person, you know? I've been hurt plenty of times. I have no intentions of hurting the next person I'm in a relationship with. Um, sorry, I just got a text message and it's like distracting the crap out of me. Um, so yeah, so then she, so the thing that pissed me off was the fact that she then denied my call, didn't want to talk about it any further, and then proceeded to go on Twitter and say, it's all good, God got me. And it's like, God can hold you, right? But it's like, you still have to deal with the emotions that you choose not to deal with. You know what I mean? Like, people want to throw, and I just, I really don't like when people throw God into situations that they, that, that, where God was nowhere to be found. Like, because God made amends. God reached out. God, God was, was friends with people who other people looked down on. You know what I mean? He laid his life down for his friends. Like, he sacrificed. He compromised. You know what I mean? Like, he made connections, Right? He sat with people who did him wrong. And you want to insert God into this. <laughs> okay? Like, God knew who was going to betray him. Right? He sat among people who, who, who lied and betrayed him. And still died for them. And I'm not saying I'm not asking anybody to die for me. But, to die for, for me. But, um... It's, it's the sacrifice, it's the compromise that we have to have in these relationships that needs to be honored, you know? And it's like, you're so, people are just so quick. A lot of people are just really quick to give up on me. I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. And it, but you know what? At the same time, I don't take it too personal because a lot of people that give up on me or that, you know, ghost me or this, that, they have a lot of things in common. And the, a lot of things that they have in common is this toxic positivity. They fill themselves with all these affirmations, all these things, as if that's what's going to heal them and it's like these these words and these phrases aren't going to heal you you're still you're going to find yourself in the situation in another situation just like this you know what i mean it's not the, the you're not going to break the cycle with you with this mindset you have to kind of look at yourself and say okay what ha- what even though this happened what could i have done better how could i have fixed this where, where where should i have stopped this you know what i mean should i have said something two weeks before two weeks earlier should I have told her the truth and said it? You know, I was, I was never really over that first situation. Set yourself free of all these emotions. You don't, no one deserves to be like this because this was going to happen. You're going to go to your next relationship, next friendship and say, people always do this, this and the third and, and have this whole woe is me attitude. And that's so, like, that's so unnecessary. When, you can get, when, you, when there's people out here who want to give you closure, there's people out here who want to, you know, make sure that you heal and that you move on properly. Even if, you, if, even if me and her didn't want, she didn't want to be friends with me afterwards, I could have given her more insight. To let her know that this was not my intention to make you feel this way. You know what I mean? 
But no, instead you want to you want to you want to harbor that anger. You want to you want to hold that anger just so you can have the excuse to ghost people in the future, and then and then use the excuse and say, oh well, people usually hurt me to stand the third. Don't get me wrong. Use your prejudices. You know, like remember your experiences. Right? Remember all of that. <clears throat> Use the, the, the wisdom that you that you gained from these from these trial and errors. And help use those to set your standards. Use those bad experiences to, to, to set what you want your next relationship to look like and what you don't want it to look like. Use it to set the people that you want to want to be around, people that you don't want to be around. But don't use your experiences to be jaded. Don't use your experiences to be bitter and to, and to, and to as, as an excuse to treat people badly. You know? So let's see where we're at in time. Because this dude is blowing up my phone. But that's my fault. I should have I should have told him that I was gonna record my podcast before I put my phone on uh Do Not Disturb because I use my phone to record and when people uh call me it shuts off like I have to it cuts the audio. So then I have to keep continue to record or start over. And then when I took my phone off airplane mode, I have like all these text messages. So totally my fault. So sorry about that. But um we're at the twenty five minute mark which I'm pretty proud of myself because I don't, I don't really care to do an, I don't really care to do an hour. Um, I know I talk really fast and it's like, I, I want people to be able to kind of go back and <laughs> listen to what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, I want to touch on this again. I want to touch on this again. Um, and if you want, I don't really have an advice corner. I do want to start like an anonymous advice corner type of thing where I can read a question and give advice or give like, you know, give advice from my experiences um, at the beginning of the, or at the end of the podcast. Uh, I do have a Twitter. It is, I hope so, I-H-T-H podcast. And I have, that's the same. Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at I-H-T-H podcast. Um, you can follow me on my regular Instagram at Jen Sinclair, Jen dot Sinclair. Um, so if you ever want to reach out to me on any of my social media to just ask me a question, um, I, I, I am going to try to start an anonymous question place where people can just send their thoughts or whatever. And, uh, and I can read it and try to give them some type of insight or, you know, what would I do in the situation? Oh, we could do like a what would... WWJD, but it's not Jesus, it'll be me. Ooh, I like that. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, just, just remember that whatever you feel is valid, okay? Even if you did wait two weeks to tell the person, whatever you feel is valid, let that person know, okay, that, they, that, that, you're, that you're upset, right? Don't use these affirmations. These affirmations are great, don't get me wrong. Good vibes only, positive vibes only, I hear that. Like, that's a, that's a standard. That should be a standard. It should not be a way for you to dismiss people, especially when you've been dealt wrong. That's the that's thing about to, uh, po- toxic positivity. A lot of times it's people who have been done wrong, they use this to kind of as like a crutch. And it's like you can't continue to use these things as a crutch when, these, when you know, you deserve to be heard. You know what I mean? And you deserve to get closure. I mean, granted, you may not always get that, right? And you should, you should always depend on that. However, in my case, if I do somebody dirty, I want them to say what I did. 
So this way I can not only clarify my, what my intentions were, but I can give you the apology that you deserve. And we can move on and we can grow from our relationship. You know what I mean? It's all, it's all, it's all about growth, okay? And the things that we go through with our friends is all growing pains. Some of us, we do, some of our friends, we do outgrow. And that's a topic I do need to add to my uh, list. It's like about outgrowing friendships and what that looks like. Um, and what it feels like, and the, how do you how do you know you're outgrowing uh, outgrowing a friendship? But yeah, like not everything has to be so like everybody's so quick to just be like, okay, I'm cutting this person off. Let me be the first to cut this person off. Let me be the first to block. Let me let me be the first to unfollow, so I could come out and look like I'm I was the one who left them behind. And it's like, no, you didn't leave anything behind. Like you may have left me physically behind, but you all you still all you all you're bringing is that baggage. All you bring is that baggage to the next relationship. You're bringing all that hurt to the next relationship, and hurt people hurt people. Come on, y'all. We know this. We know this, right? Like we 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 know all these sayings, right? We know all these sayings, yet we don't really live by them. We say positive vibes only, right? But nothing about us in our spirit and our soul and our mind is positive. It's all just a, a wheel of negativity. Just going round and round and round, year in and year out, right? So it's like, how can we, how can we take these words and these affirmations and use it more as a standard, use it more as an as a, as a energy or use it more as a manifestation? If you're a really positive person, your life will be positive. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Bible says that, you know, your life will be filled with misery, misery and woe, like pro- there will be problems in your life. But the problems that are in my life, I can say, are very, very basic. Because I don't look for problems and I don't try to create any. And I know how to kind of like maneuver in and out of life and the people that I choose to be around me. And the distance that I create is more of a healthy distance and not more of a, of a, um, of a, of a wall or a block. It's just more like a, I'm, I'm an individual, you're an individual. We come in contact when we do and then we're not in contact, we're not in contact. You know, I don't move in a weird space where it's like... And sometimes, you know, our thoughts and our energies and the way, and the way we... The things that we put out into the world... Can, can, can fester and it can, it can grow these nasty, you know, th- and these things can get bigger. Like the thought, like our insecurities and our thoughts, we, we, we let them stay in our head and all these things, this down the third. They, you, can, you can start to live that. Like you think somebody's talking about you and they're not, you will start acting like they're talking about you. And then, that, and then boom, boom, th- th- there it goes. Like that issue, you know what I mean? Like that, that weird vibe, right? So it's like we have to be careful, you know, about what we, what we even, about our insecurities and what we even allow to even go on in our heads because it can, we can feed into that, that dark space. We can feed into that negativity that's not even there. And I'm all for the clarification. If you feel like I said something funny or said something wrong, I'll definitely tell you what I meant and how I meant it. You know what I mean? So we all learn from our, for our, from our mistakes. You know, I'm pretty sure I, I've, I've ghosted somebody or shut somebody off because at the time I thought that I was, you know, I thought that being the first person to block or being the first person to, to dodge or to be, you know, to, to kind of get out of there was okay, you know, and left that person without, you know, any reason as to why something happened. But I no longer move in that space and I no longer move in that way. I want everyone in my life to flourish and to, to be happy and I want them to live their lives to the fullest. I don't want them to be held back by anything from their past. Right. So I hope this helps. Um, I hope it made sense. <laughs> I just have a lot going on in my mind. My mind goes faster than my, than my mouth and I already talk as fast as I do, right? But like I said, you can follow me at IHTH Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. 
Um, you can follow me, like I said, on my regular uh, Instagram at Jen.Sinclair. Check me out on YouTube at Jen Sinclair Vlogs. I need to upload my last vlog from Mexico. And I will catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening.